coming up. And it was actually the funeral home that called police saying, hey, we're getting contacted by someone that wants us to cremate this person like right away. And it's just weird. For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. Cause of death is undetermined, but it's still being investigated. Police have not named any official suspects. In September of 2021, 77-year-old Fred Elke was found dead in Colorado. The Boulder County District Attorney's Office confirmed to us Elke's death is still considered suspicious and the investigation into it remains open. Now, a married couple stands accused of trying to steal his home as well as six of his rental properties. Seven properties in the Longmont area tangled up in a scheme involving 14 bogus quick claim deeds, forged signatures, fake names, fake notaries, according to court records. There needs to be a better system in place where you can't just record a document against a property and all of a sudden you find out you don't own it anymore. Here to join me from Nine News in Denver is investigative reporter Jeremy Hohola. Jeremy, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. So we've had you on in the past, and I feel like you have this knack for digging up surprising stories. Recently, you've been covering a case in which a married couple has been accused of trying to steal seven properties. How did you come across this story in the first place? Well, this this came to us through our actually our assignment editor. His name is Darren, and uh, he found this case in the public record. Uh, uh, you know, this this married couple. Uh, they're a young couple. They were born in the 1990s, Sabbath and Ulyssa Yin, and they were renting from a 77 year old man by the name of Fred Elke, who was a uh, real estate broker in the Longmont area, which is uh, close to the Boulder area here in Colorado. And what is spelled out in this affidavit is a pretty elaborate scheme. This couple is accused of fabricating numerous deeds, fabricating the names of notaries, forging signatures, and doing the scheme in which they were attempting to steal Fred Elke's homes and properties uh, for a collective uh, worth of $2.8 million. It's it's pretty elaborate. But then uh, they eventually got caught, and we didn't have time to get into this in our reporting. They eventually got caught, uh, according to the affidavit, uh, after Fred was found dead in his home, Fred Elke was found dead in his home, someone, and we're assuming it's one of the, the people in the marriage, uh, either Sabbath or Ulyssa, was urging the funeral home really fast to cremate his body. And it was actually the funeral home that called police saying, hey, we're getting contacted by someone uh, that wants us to cremate this person like right away. And it's just weird. <laughs> and so that's how, that's how this case unraveled beginning in September of 2021. And that's right around the time uh, Fred Elke was found dead in his home. Do we have any other information on the investigation into Fred Elke's death? Are there any suspects? You mentioned it's considered suspicious. Do we know a cause of death or a manner of death, anything like that? Yeah, we were able to obtain the autopsy report from the Boulder County Coroner's Office, and it says in there that his death has been re- ruled undetermined, uh, which is essentially what it means, is that they don't know exactly how he passed away. 
I did receive an email from the Boulder County District Attorney's Office uh, when I was reporting on this married couple that they still consider his death suspicious, but that there are no official suspects named. Uh, so that investigation into his death is still open. The Yins, the couple that is accused of trying to steal his properties, are not officially named as suspects in this case. And so, as you laid out, it's following Elke's death that investigators say they uncovered this elaborate scheme involving falsified quitclaim deeds. What exactly are quitclaim deeds, and how was this couple allegedly trying to use them? Well, essentially, a, a quitclaim deed is is a piece of paper that you know two parties can get together and they can use that piece of paper to transfer the ownership of a home. Uh, it's a very common document uh, in, in real estate. And so what has been revealed in the public record is that this married couple is accused of taking these quit claim deeds, uh, forging 14 of them in all to uh, uh, attempt to obtain seven properties that are connected to Fred Elke. Um, and so what they were doing, according to the public record, according to the police reports, they were creating these fake notaries. Uh, the, these notaries didn't exist. Putting the notaries' names on these quit-claim deeds, forging signatures belonging to Fred Elke and his ex-wife, and uh, transferring the ownership to themselves. Uh, so one of the, the prime suspects, his name is Sabbath Yin, uh, he's the husband in the relationship. You can see his name on the quit claim deed, uh, and you can see uh, his name uh, on the on the, uh, the on the chain of title uh, of these properties. So it, it's a really elaborate scheme because not only were they using their real names, but they were also they're also accused of using fictitious names. According to the public um, documents we've obtained in this case, they're accused of using names like Nathaniel Turner uh, as uh, as someone who was facilitating the transfer of these properties. So this was all done with strokes of pens on paper, this attempted theft of these properties. And it was really easy for them, according to the court documents, to file these documents with the local clerk's office uh, to get uh, these papers filed and make it appear that they were the new owners of these properties. And what happens here when this happens, it really tangles up someone's estate, especially when they pass away and you have someone who is uh, trying to kind of like untangle, you know, the properties that's in someone's name. And so uh, th there was all sorts of legal proceedings that had to happen to untangle this mess. And so it sounds like that there had to be some, you know, court filings uh, notifying the clerk's office saying, hey, these are all forged. All of these quit claim deeds are false. They're bogus. Please do not recognize them as legit uh, documents. So eventually, this couple was uh, hit with multiple felony charges of forgery and attempted theft. Uh, and Sabbath, the, the husband in this case, he did uh, eventually plead guilty to two charges. How do you plead to added count 12? Criminal attempt to commit theft of class three felony. Guilty or not guilty? Guilty. 
he hasn't been sentenced yet. He pleaded guilty to two charges. Meanwhile, his wife, Ulyssa, her court date is still pending uh, when um, she may eventually plead guilty. So it's, it's pretty elaborate and pretty bold, too. How exactly did this scheme come to light? Why did investigators start looking into this in the first place? So what happened, there's two alerts that kind of like came to law enforcement. One of them was this funeral home that called police saying, hey, we're getting calls from someone saying we need to cremate this guy pretty quickly. And it's just weird. So there's that. And then what of Fred Elke's tenants is named here in the documents. And she was told by another person by the name of Frederick Hampton, who we gather may be one of these fictitious names, was told by a Frederick Hampton, hey, you gotta get your, you gotta get out. You're, you gotta move. We're gonna give you some of your rental deposit back, but you gotta get out. Uh, home inspectors are coming in here. You gotta leave. She got curious and she went online and looked up the property records of her rental and she could see that a man by the name of Nathaniel Turner somehow took over the property that she was living in that belonged to Fred. And that's when she was like, okay, there is something going on here. So it was actually one of Fred Elke's tenants that notified police. Police looked at that, and then they started contacting tenants in his other properties, and they all had the similar story that someone was going around saying, hey, you got to get out of this house. It's being sold. And so uh, it was quite, it was quite, the untangling that they had to do because in the end, in the court documents that we have here, we have a total of seven properties that were tangled up into this scheme, including the home where Fred Elke lived and where he was found dead. You were able to get in touch with Fred Elke's ex-wife. What was her reaction to, to all of this news? She's very angry. Makes me feel very violated. They, they divorced back in 2012 and you know they owned a lot of these properties together. But she filed a legit quick claim um, with Fred, you know, essentially handing all the property, her, her, her share of the properties to him when they divorced. However, in the documents here, it's indicated that her signature was also forged. And so she's very angry that you have these people out there trying to steal this property from this elderly man who was 77 years old, who built his whole life around these properties uh, and, you know, spent a lot of his hardworking days to, you know, acquire these properties and use these properties as his retirement income. And they come in with simple pieces of paper and forgeries and, and attempted to steal everything that he owned. It's a senseless crime. You have people who work their entire lives to get properties paid for, be it your own individual home that a person lives in or an estate that they're building or a retirement in Fred's case. This was his retirement income. We'll be keeping an eye on your reporting as this moves forward. Jeremy Hohola with Nine News in Denver. Thanks for sharing the story. Thank you. And as always, thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Crime. We're here with a new one every day of the week, Monday through Friday. So make sure you're subscribed to or following The Daily Crime wherever it is you're listening right now. If you're looking for something else to listen to, you can find a full list of our shows at vaultstudios.com. That includes our weekly podcast, True Crime Chronicles. That'll do it for this one. Until next time, for Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond.